This is the Mach 1 Market Moment with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group in Northwest Arkansas. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment with the team from Mach 1 Financial Group. Joining me here on the podcast is Matt Walters. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Hanging in there, doing all right. How is things going down there in Northwest Arkansas? They're good. They're good. It's been a, a little cold and rainy, but uh, I was actually reading a, a, a little fun fact before we jumped on here, which I think is a, a very appropriate for where we're at. It says 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart. So um, 90%, 90%. Yeah, a lot of our clients work for Walmart, you know, or work for vendors that, that yeah. some, um, sell into Walmart. So I think it's appropriate, you know, around here, That's um, it's probably more like, you know, 90% of people here in Northwest Arkansas live within 10 miles of five Walmarts. It's probably more. <laughs> Man, that's, you know, that's interesting. You know, it makes you wonder one of the two things. So uh, is it's like the chicken or the egg, right? So did the Walmart go where the people were when they put one in a new town <laughs> or do the people get closer to the Walmart? Yeah. Which one, yeah. which one comes first? In the South, I think it was the latter. I think people moved towards the Walmart. Maybe. But. Now, I, now I'm in the country a bit, so I'm in the sticks. So I may have to test it. I don't know if I'm in, te- if I don't know if I'm 10 miles or not. Next time I drive to Walmart, I'll have to set the odometer. You'll have to check it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's let good. me know. Because 90% is massive, man. Yeah. That's a huge chunk of yeah. the country. So, Amazon, You know, Amazon, we're all one click away from an Amazon purchase. Well, that's true. So that's they're true changing too. things a bit. That's true, too. But yeah, uh, 90%. That's pretty cool. That's a nice, neat little fun fact there. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into our segment this week. How often How often do you find out if you're 10 miles from a Walmart or not? Well, everybody listening now is going to test this. And then next time they go for a drive, they're going to be like, let's see how far away we are. <laughs> but anyway, um, my how often segment is basically how often do you see these things, Matt, you know, in your career so far? Do you see these things, uh, these statements I've got for you frequently, rarely, never, you know, that kind of thing. And so these are some pretty popular things that people hear out there. And I wanted to get your opinion on it. So how often, for example, does somebody come up to you wanting to know when they can, when they will be, I should say, in good shape, financial shape for retirement. And surprisingly, you're able to say tomorrow. Yeah, this is interesting. So I would say that, you know, it's not common, but it's maybe more common than you might think. We naturally work with um, a lot of clients who are nearing retirement, you know, maybe 50, 55 plus is, is a large part of our client demographic. So a lot of people that come in are, are reasonably close to being where they need to be, especially in terms of maybe the amount of money they have. Maybe often what I would say is it's not super uncommon to come across somebody who probably has enough money right. to retire mm-hmm. tomorrow for us. But oftentimes those people don't necessarily have you know all of their uh, kind of ducks funds in a row. and investments, all their ducks in a row, everything yeah. in the right place. So there needs to be some planning. Okay. Um, but it does yeah. happen more often than you would think, I guess. Yeah, it okay. definitely does. That's kind of cool. It, it, it would surprise you. It sometimes surprises me, yeah. to be honest. Now, so. now, if you're listening, don't don't get super excited and think that if you walk in, he's going to say, yeah, you can retire tomorrow. There's yeah. still a process <laughs> yeah. you got to go through. But the idea being that it happens more often than you might you know, expect. Okay, so cool. We're off to a good start. So how about uh, how often do you have to tell people uh, what they need to do? Like somebody comes in, you're having the conversation, you're going through the plan, you're working out stuff, you kind of give them the guidance and you get that feeling that maybe they're just not on board and that they may or may not buy into what you're you know, trying to explain to them. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty common, especially when you get into the details, you know, more often than not the big picture, if someone's coming in to meet with us, they want to take action, right? They've taken the first step to call or reach out or schedule an appointment. So they're wanting to do something and they, they might take hold of the big picture. 
What I do see though is the details. We spend a lot of time on budget. What's your cash outflow? What you know as we transition into retirement. When you throw out that word budget, you can see a lot of red flags go up and people kind of lean back and you know they they might not want to take the steps necessary that they need to on some of those details. But yeah, I see it both ways. You know, people want to take action, but there is everybody has their limit, right? Of like, well, I'm I'm willing to do so much, right, so, right. Well, and I imagine that poses an interesting question because you kind of have to say, okay, what is it that, you know, because if somebody's having that kind of body language or something, obviously you want them to buy into the plan. Otherwise, it may not be successful. So, you know, do you have to kind of take that step back and say, okay, what is it that you're having a problem with or what's not, you know, resonating? Let's talk that through. Right. Yeah, exactly. Versus just, yep. you know, just kind of letting them go on about their way. <laughs> right. Because then it's like, well, well, then why did you come to me? I'm the, you know, I'm the advisor. Uh, you're coming here to get some advice. So let's work through it. So I think that's a good point. It all comes back to kind of communication when it comes to that. And you know, yeah, you don't expect everyone to wholeheartedly just, you know, accept everything you're saying as gospel right out the out of the gate. But going hopefully through the process everybody comes together on the same page and then says, yes, this is going to make sense or this is what's going to work for us or this is what we're going to attempt to do moving forward. So it's cool. Interesting. Right, well, this, right. is kind of, this is kind of a cool exercise. I'm, I'm glad to, that we're going through this a little bit. It's kind of in, enlightening. Yeah. All right. How often does a client, and of course I didn't write these, the, the producers did, but these are funny. So how often does a client or prospective client cry during a visit? Now it doesn't say it has to be sad tears. It could be happy right. tears as well. Right. Well, I'm, I'm pretty funny. So I bring people to tears. You know, oh, okay. all the time. All right. But no, no, all seriously, <laughs> you know, it's if finances are, are emotional, right? And they're serious. They're important. You know, you, you get close to people when you talk about their money and when they really open up and share things with you. And so, you, you know, crying in my office, I've cried, clients have cried, prospects that, you know, might be clients have cried. I mean, we've, we've seen across the board, we deal with important issues with people that we care about. And you know, we, we definitely shed a tear or two from time to time. And it's just part of it. I think, I think it's part of the n- nature of the business and what we do, you know, dealing with people's finances and family issues that, you know, the passing of a loved one and needing to go through that with them and walk them through what that looks like right. financially. And then, yeah. and, you know, helping them understand that they're going to be okay or that they're going to need to do X, Y, or Z. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of what we do and we're more than happy to sit there and you know, work through those emotions with people as okay. they come up. Right. Well, that makes sense. Well, that's good. So, you know, these things that we all experience, we know we're all humans and creatures of habit and things of that nature, and we all get excited or concerned about things. So it's certainly okay to, un- to kind of find yourself into that in that vein, but it's just a matter of working through the process to get there. Uh, all right. So I think we got time. Let me just do one more. I want to jump to the bottom here uh, because yeah. this one I think is pretty standard. We all, How often do you hear somebody come in and say, well, you know, Matt, I, I, I'm going to tell you right off the bat that I want to retire, but I heard you have to have a million bucks to do it, and I'm not there yet. Like, that's that number. Usually it's a million yeah. for whatever reason. but No, I'm so glad. When I saw this on there, I was kind of pumped because David and myself and Mike have been talking about this. It's something we hear a lot. You know, hey, so-and-so is telling me I have to have this seven-figure you know, portfolio or right. I need to have the X, Y, and Z, you know, and what, what we say is it's actually funny. We actually believe the more important number might actually be zero. Hmm. And let me spend 30 seconds on that. So what I mean by that is, you know, zero in that if we can have zero debt, pay zero taxes and take zero risk, then you can retire with a lot less money than you think. Now, obviously, full disclaimer, you know, zero taxes, zero risk. Those might or might not be fully, uh, we might not be able to fully accomplish those two things. But focusing on those of taking the least amount of risk possible you know, paying the least amount of taxes and having the least amount of debt as we transition into retirement, focusing on those actually 
what we see time and time again is you can retire with a lot less than you might think instead of if you're just focusing on this big value that you have to have in your portfolio. We just try to shift that focus onto some other planning areas and people are often surprised, you know, that they leave our office feeling good about where they're at, even if they don't have that big seven figure portfolio. Yeah. And I think that we do, we've, I don't know, it's been a couple of years where we've just kind of beat that and there's commercials and all sorts of things where it's been, well, a million dollars, you know, or we've heard that you have to have a million dollars to raise a child. It costs a million dollars in the modern era to raise a kid from 18 to, you know, or up to 18 or whatever the case is. And so we kind of tie that number that, and maybe because it's a round number too, a million dollars, nice round number. We kind of associate it. But yeah, I think that's a great point that so many people kind of back to the very first one I asked you when sometimes the answer is tomorrow you could retire. It's really all about the, all the components and how they play well together, you know, as a puzzle piece, how they all fit well together, right? Right. Absolutely. All Absolutely. Right. Well, there yeah, you go. Planning is very important. Planning's the key sure. and pulling all those pieces together to see what you can do. Because, uh, yeah, you know, maybe you do need a million, but maybe you don't. You know, maybe the neighbor needs a million and, and you're fine with, you know, 470000 or whatever the case might be. So it all comes back to having a plan. That's what we talk about here on the Mach 1 Market Moment. So that's going to wrap it up, I think, for our time today on the podcast. If you've got questions or concerns, as always, reach out to the team before you take any action. Anything you hear on any show, not just ours, but you always want to check with a, an advisor about your specific situation, reach out to the team at Mach 1 Financial Group by calling 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. You can always check them out online at mach-1financial.com. That's mach, M-A-C-H, hyphen or dash, the number one in financial.com. Serving you here in Northwest Arkansas, Matt Walters, Retirement Income Planning Specialist, and my guest today. Thanks for your time, buddy. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you so much, and we'll see you next time here on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. is a state-registered investment advisor with the state of Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Missouri, and Texas, and may only transact business with residents of those states or residents of other states where otherwise legally permitted subject to exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Please see full disclosures at www.mach-1financial.com.